another Solid Gold podcast. And a very warm welcome to yet again another episode of the Mel and Jen Show. No, that's not what it's called. It's called SAPeople.com with Jennifer Baxter and on team and myself, Melanie Walker in Johannesburg. And yeah, we've been having a, a lovely natter before we decided to start actually recording anything because life is good, isn't it, Jenny? It's divine. Yes. It's really and- divine. Yeah. You're looking like all summer you're wearing short sleeves. What's going on there? Yeah, no, we have, we have the most beautiful blue sky, sunny day. But um, all the South Africans in London, as well as all the other people who live in London, have woken up this morning to snow. It's, mm. snow, it's been a flashy snow, but it's still very white and pretty. Well, I woke up to a, a very wet walk on the, on the spray today because we had... The most humongous rainstorms in Johannesburg last night. Um, in fact, Gavin, who runs the podcast studio, he does a whole thing on checking on what our water, you know, our rainfalls like in Johannesburg. You know, we're, we're kind of nerds like that. We had half our general average, monthly average, in one night. Wow. Had 50, 50 mils. Which last must night. have sounded divine if you're in a good house not so nice if you're in well, I was thinking sheesh I'm just hoping my roof stays on it was that hard it was like sheets of really heavy rain it was so bizarre Beautiful. And, and, and in March it's like quite unusual but it's really really good and um, walking on the spray though of course was like quagmire because it's <laughs> the bottom of the, of the delta and of course they've got a lot of groundwater, so it's just mud everywhere and you could see how far the river had come up I've never seen it come up that high to be honest with you well I have not for a few years but really, you can see the entire floodplain where the water came down with the force that it came down. Everything, I mean, stuff was being ripped away. Part of the bank has fallen in again. It's, you know, nature is fantastic, isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> and it's amazing you're going through that while there are other people who are really battling with water in other parts of the country. It's, mm. And some people being told that the water that they do have, they have to boil it before they can... Um, Drink yeah. it before Fortunately, eat. we don't have that mostly in Johannesburg if we're on Rand Water, um, because I still believe that, I mean, Rand Water is kind of up there, like yeah. up there. Okay, they they very are, really are very, very good. And um, yeah, we, we, we are blessed. And I think that every day we need to go out and just think about how lucky we are. Even if we only get two hours of power in a day, a lot of the time, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's one of those things and we just have to be resilient and actually yeah. start working together. And, and I think that's the biggest problem is that people in South Africa are just not used to working together. So, you know, people have to start changing their minds. But t- talking about people who worked together with other people and worked so hard for other people and, and also gave was such an inspiration to most of us. And I'm sure that there are many very devastated people apart from the family and fiance Mark Pilgrim I mean Mm. that's it's just another one of the greats that has been ripped away from us by the dreaded cancer I mean I was just saying to you the other day I mean that's Kevin Savage and Jeremy Mansfield and Mark and um, a bit earlier than that David Blood and and, um, Phil Wright who also used to be on on Radio 5 back in the day and it's just you know Maybe it's just because we're getting older. <laughs> it's a lot of people that we know. Yeah, um, but he but was only, uh, you know, in 53. his early 50s. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's terrible. It's so um, sad. And, uh. 
It is so sad, but it is also just amazing the beautiful tributes that there have been, mm. and 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 that sort of make I think everybody just want to also be that little bit better. He was so brave and um, mm. and shared his journey with everyone in South Africa and abroad. So. And a big ups to Sasha Martinengo. He put out a beautiful tribute. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, so, Sasha, if you ever get to hear this, um, <clears throat> yeah, well done. I really like that. Anyway, so, sorry. I know it's, it's I mean, we can sit here and I listen to the tributes that Hot um, did on Monday, where they just played music for him the whole day and uh, Ursula mm-hmm. Chikani. I don't know if you remember Ursula. She was Doppelfeld, uh, presenter here, and she's on Hot Now. And, I mean, she was just in tears. And oh. I'm sitting in my car blubbing away, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, like, absolutely yeah. so devastated. So to the Hot family as well. I know it's a big loss uh, to them because uh, and, and he was a stalwart. And even though everybody knew that he was extremely ill because he had shared it, it was still a shock because just mm. 24 hours before, um, he had told them, you know, I'm still remaining positive and, and you know, so mm. he was still communicating with the radio station and, and there was still hope right up until that last moment, which I suppose is the best way to go, you know. Yeah. Well, Mark Pilgrim, you're very, very missed by this particular blonde because you are my constant companion in my car every day. Oh, anyway, yeah. we're talking about people who are dying young. When we, we we now have what the oldest person in the world, or the old, oldest person in just South Africa. The oldest person in the world has mm-hmm. um, passed away this month, and yeah, she lived near Clarkstorp, South African lady. And there's actually, you know, she's actually she actually had proof of ID photos um, that her age was verified. 128. She she would have been 129 in May. Um, I think she had over 50 grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Wow. And she's actually got three younger siblings who are also still alive. She came from a family of 15 children. Um, and and she said, you know, one of the things when she was younger, she said just how much better people used to eat. And her her best food was catching uh, locusts, yep. grasshoppers, whatever. Yeah, yep. yeah. She, she said they were full of meat, very yummy. Yeah. No, well, I, I mean, I remember when I was a kid and the, and the flying ants would come out and we'd immediately go and kind of like grab them, rip off their wings and eat those. <laughs> and we did that when we were kids. We are a bit weird. Now I'd only do it if it's cooked, but I'd still eat them because I don't have a problem with it. What was her name? Uh, of course, it was Johanna Mazibuko. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's a grand old age. I'm going to live to at least 120, so I'm now middle-aged, apparently. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be going out kicking and screaming on a motorbike, boy. <laughs> that's the way. Or skydiving. No, maybe at the age of 120, I'll go and finally skydive. But I don't know. That's one thing I will not do. That's so crazy. we'll think about it. You'll jump out of helicopters and things like that, but you won't skydive. I've never, ever skydived. And I've, I was asked by everybody to go skydiving. And I was like, no. No, everybody has to have one thing they absolutely will not do. Really? That is but mine. So similar, just as. No, you're not holding on that. to anything. I was always holding on to something. Why don't you hold on with another person? Why don't you do that? No. No, I did a. I mean, I don't know if you remember when Ituba first started. Um, was Gary. Uh, what's his name? The soccer player. The, uh, he played soccer internationally. Uh, blonde guy. He was also yes, a presenter on. Yeah. I've gone blank. I mean, this must be age. AGE syndrome. So Gary and I, I mean, he was also terrified of heights. And we did uh, a jump together. Oh, no, no. He was there at the same time. And what they did to get him to jump was that they threw 
a soccer ball and he went out to dive to catch it and that's how they got him to jump. I got tied up to some lovely New Zealand um, bungee jumping boy. <laughs> that's the only one. I'm just standing there looking at him and then he jumped so I didn't have to actually do it. But I mean, I did go and do a lot of other jumps and I was fine with that. Um, yeah. Although doing breaking my nose jumping off of a Vic Falls bridge was something else. Um, one wouldn't think one would break one's nose doing a bungee jump off a bridge, but anyway, um, the only one I didn't, the only one I haven't done um, is the very big one um, down on the Garden Route. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, but all of the others, yeah, I used to go and jump regularly. It was oh, lovely then fun, I but think you can go. No, 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 none of this aeroplane stuff. There's nothing. Why would you jump out of a perfectly serviceable aeroplane? No. But they all wanted me to go and jump because with them. You jump just, no. Why would you jump off a cliff? You know, you do the other things. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of the time I got paid to do it. So there's a difference. <laughs> I can do these things if the cameras are rolling. There yeah, we go. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so let's get on to it. So now that we've gone for a little walk down Melanie Lane. Um <laughs> Let's get into what news do we have for expats? Um, just if you're in the UK or Ireland or even Israel, um, check out Kevin Fraser's Facebook page for tickets. Um, he's the comedian from Australia, but South African, who lives in Australia. So his comedy is really, really, you know, it's for for those of us who live abroad he's spot on you know he's got the insight blah 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 and he goes to south africa often um so yeah he's going to be performing there and then and then the other very famous comedian trevor noah i don't know if you mm -hmm. saw he was back in south africa this week and for you know any expats that are thinking should i go back on holiday just yet he said um Every time I think I remember how beautiful Cape Town is, I visit again and I'm constantly left in awe. And he said it's easily one of the best cities in the world to visit and, um, and encouraged his over 8 million followers on Instagram to head to South Africa. So I think a lot of our well-known South Africans and and not even our South Africans, like Tom Cruise isn't South African last time I checked, but so many well-known people have been promoting South Africa. It, it mm. must be worth billions, you know. The Well, I, I saw a thing come up today of a company down in the Cape who's put together these, I think it's a five-hour walking what-what tour uh, where you go from Greenpoint and then you walk from Greenpoint up onto Signal Hill where you have samosas and what are those some mimosas and then you go on a different route around lion's head come down into camps bay then they do like a thing on those little motorized scooter thingies and yeah. then they take i don't know they go back they With go the for dog. a swim in the freezing cold water um at only like 1300 rand per person <laughs> and i'm thinking well i can go and do that myself but for those people who live in cape town and haven't actually gone out and enjoyed a lot of its pleasures i suppose if you have the money it's not you know not a bad thing to go and do it in a group of people it could be quite a lot of fun yeah. um, but this is the thing is that so often we live in our cities and we don't know very much about them I mean one of my favorite things my kids will remember and they want to go and do it again is doing the open top red bus tour through from Johannesburg and they've got four different uh, three or four different routes so you, you pick it up in like various places but we went from Rosebank and then you go through the leafy suburbs of um, 
Houghton and then you go down through Bramfontein and into town and then down through town and we took the one where we went all the way into Soweto so we could go to Vilikazi Street and that, that whole thing yeah. as well and they yeah. stop off you can jump off at certain places and go and look at stuff like at the Carlton Centre and I sit there and think oh I wish that they still had the sky rink I used to love ice skating there it was yeah. one of my favourite things um, but how many people actually who live in Johannesburg have done that how many people who live in Johannesburg have actually been to Vilikazi Street it's weird that we are so um, like determined that if we're going to go away, we must go overseas. But none of us have ever been tourists in our own towns. It's weird. Yeah. And it's the same so, for people overseas. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, go and, go and get in touch with your, your own surroundings first. Go and, tra- and then, on top of that, go and travel in your own country. Um, I was very close to, I think we were talking about road tripping last week, weren't we? Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. I was so close to jumping in my car and going, except my car won't get me out of town. So that's a bit problematic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I see that you've a got here. a road tripper at the moment, actually. Who? Um, a guy from Durban. Uh, some, and and his, his page is called something like Best South Africa, but we've been sharing, he's, he's been sharing to us to share for him um, and he's road tripping at the moment so it's Lovely. just nice every couple of days seeing photos that we don't normally see you know of parts of South Africa that aren't Table Mountain I, I see that I think that Viv for Mark has actually managed to get her hands on Big Red the car that was on Going Nowhere Slowly yeah. and I'm so I just really want to get together with Viv and say come you and me let's go and road trip yeah. through in one of those old cars. I mean, because that was just like, I, I'd never missed an episode of that show. Yeah. It was so good to watch. Um, but now you've got something here about Boer Sukafro, which, of course, I want to be on, uh, or create my own version of. Well, well I was just, uh, we were going to be sharing Kevin Fraser did, did his own application. So, um, which is very, very funny. For oh, okay. So I just thought, I thought also maybe you could. Hmm. Maybe maybe let's do it and we'll send it to them. Hello, my name is Melanie. Next to Kabur. Okay. Mark, we, we were talking about it this morning. Okay, we may not have electricity, but we have tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> because of course in England we have tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, because they are struggling with vegetables. With getting vegetables food. over in England, yeah, because Sainsbury's and Waitrose and all of those don't have tomatoes. And you can go to the local markets, obviously, where people are growing yeah. tomatoes in England, yeah. but they we have tomatoes and they're much <laughs> cheaper than theirs. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, talking about food, I mean you've got news from expats, um and, and restaurants. You've got here restaurant Jan. That's yes. our Michelin star Jan Hendrik. So what's yeah. he been up to? Well, on Monday night, they had the big Michelin award ceremony here in France. And he was awarded his Michelin star yet again. So that's eight years in a row that he's keeping that standard. And remember, I went and ate there mm. about a year ago. I mean, it is delicious. If you're on holiday in the south of France, it's so worth going to. It's just the best, the best. Okay. And of course, if you're in South Africa, you can trek out to Kleinian, which is in the Kalahari, mm-hmm. or, or at the moment till the end of May, you can go to uh, Jan Franschhoek. 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 I'm going to have to teach you how to pronounce all of these things again. You let the girl leave South Africa for a while, but I mean, let's be honest, she is of course from KZN, so of course they don't know how to speak Afrikaans down there a lot of the time. Every word you said. And talking Afrikaans, Katy Perry. Perry.
<laughs> Love it. For the 45th person now who can speak Afrikaans apart from Charlize Theron. That was classic, classic. <laughs> and then people were saying, because, you know, she actually nailed the accent when she mm. was talking on American Idol. Um, and people were saying, yeah, no wonder she, she nailed the accent because her partner is obviously Orlando Bloom, who is, must be half South African because of Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> bloom, yeah. <laughs> it's a bloom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, man. But, I mean, I was just sitting and thinking, um, it's a pity the guy's name wasn't Frankie. <laughs> Frankie, yeah, <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood too. too. <laughs> oh, that would have been okay. cool. And so the, his and name then, is Stefan Benz. So for oh, all okay. South Africans around the world, um, when Stefan is back on American Idol, he's got that golden ticket to Hollywood. Don't look out for Frankie. Look out for Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. <and support him. laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay, so now I'm um, a shame. Poor Manchester United. I mean, I don't follow soccer, but I'm, I mean, the the younger people in my household, the, the, especially not my my particular pixies, but the boys that they are associated with, are huge Man U fans. Mm. Oh, I've been keeping my back. <laughs> and did you see did you see they did a beautiful tribute to aka hmm. um who was very tragically murdered recently um because they did it when they were playing against West Ham, I think, in the program. They had a picture and a, a little write-up about him. Um, mm. And it's probably because Benny McCarthy is on the team and is South African. And, um, and AKA was a huge, huge Man U supporter. supporter. In fact, I think even the day that he passed away, he had posted something um, about Man U. <sighs> that was big upset. Not, I mean, not, I mean, not just AKA, but also the the score. Sure, of course. Now you know it's like, oh no, it's always the coach. <laughs> yeah, let's not was. go any further on that because I yeah. know that people will get their knickers in a knot. All right. So, what local good news do we have? And I see one of the things that you do uh, do have is that you know, we're talking about people from not here in South Africa, but doing so much to promote South Africa. We don't even have to buy Tottenham Hotspur, okay? <laughs> We're staying with the whole top soccer thing. Although I don't know who our new minister is doing that stuff because instead of actually reducing the ministers, the amount of ministers, and we have more than the US, we have more than the UK, we have more than Japan, Germany, everywhere. And instead of reducing them, they added to and just shuffled all the rest of them around. And it um, really was a shuffle. You know when they say it's a cabinet reshuffle? <sighs> it really was just like it wasn't even musical chairs it was just sort of shuffled to the next chair you know i just but, wouldn't mind if any of them actually knew what they were doing and did something about you know it. who the new do you know who the new minister of tourism is no the lady from cape town who used to be with the da no i don't know pa, pa, oh mal patricia delore exactly yeah okay all right, I, I don't mind her too much. Well, maybe, hopefully she doesn't try and buy a, a soccer team because that's not going to, especially a soccer team not here in South Africa. Anyway, so about the people who do good for South Africa from the tourism point of view, of course, Ronan Keating. Um, yes. Does anybody remember Ronan Keating? He was with a band, wasn't he? But yeah. I know he's done a lot of good stuff since then. <laughs> he was one of those boy bands, yeah. boys or something, Um Bad boys. Oh, I don't know. No, one no, of them. they were good ones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Boyzone. That's it. All f- 
Was it Boyzone? Okay. Boyzone. But but Ronan, um, oh, I just love him and Gary Player. You know, they've been doing this for a few years now, where um, Ronan goes out to South Africa and raises money for Citadel Foundation, which goes towards the Children's Hospital in um, Cape Town and hmm. to education of children in South Africa. Um, I think this year they raised 2.1 million rand, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, but what I love is is Gary Player and him have this like real bromance going on, you know? Um, and, and Gary was just saying uh, how much he loves Ronan, loves his compassion, loves his love for South Africa. Ronan, um, you know, he played also at Kirstenbosch mm-hmm. and he and he said that, you know, the big promo for South Africa was like, you know, Kirsten Bosch is right up there with like the Royal Albert Hall, which is pretty Oh, uh, The concerts at Kirsten Bosch are brilliant. Yeah. I've been to one I mean, and I mean, I'm so envious. And I mean, I know we do have um, like various things in, in the park at Emerentia and a couple of other places as well. But there's nothing kind of like Kirsten Bosch, to be honest with yeah. you. It really is quite phenomenal. And as so, that sun sets and the light, mm, it's, it reminds me of the south of France, the, that light there. I am envious. I am very envious. Yeah, you can <laughs> join the crowds and move down. Yeah, so I mean, there are a lot of people who do do the musical things in parks um, here, in, in, and it's lovely because we get out and I mean, they'd have them at Mark's Park as well in Joburg, um, which is where I saw Seether, which was great because of course Seether, the South African band, which was called Sarangas and went overseas and has done so amazingly well. I've seen them there and I saw them at that huge concert that they had in Pretoria, gosh, what, 15 years back or so when Metallica played? Um, so, I mean, I, I always say to people, you know, go, go and have an absolute blast. They're, they're usually yeah. very, very well organized. I think there's a park thing towards the end of this month, 26th of March, concert in the park, um, in Deval Park. With Is that in Cape Town? I think Upper Orange Street sounds like it. Yeah, that's and Cape Town, yeah. Okay, and um, and I saw your favourites will be there, Mango Groove. Oh, I love Mango Groove. Every time I hear the music playing on Hot FM, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it makes me happy. Claire Johnson, thank you for making me happy. Whenever it comes on, I send her a message and said, I've just been listening to you on the radio and I'm so happy. <laughs> so saying that also reminds me, this week the the post that we had that is the most viral is this um, uh, musician from Pretoria. His name is David Cathy. No, that's a typo. Anyway, his name is David. Look on mm-hmm. SA People to find it. And he basically, before the Minister of Electricity was announced, or, the, or the, oh, no, 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 the CEO of ESCOM, he wrote a letter um, uh, applying to be the, the, the ESCOM CEO using all his musical experience. And it is really hilarious. And what reminded me is that somebody said there, you don't realize how happy you've made so many people. You know, you just <laughs> put a smile to everybody's face with this crazy letter. Yeah. So I read it. You know that I was I was considering putting myself forward for it. But then I read something. Oh, no, there's a TikTok going around where a guy was being interviewed, American guy. And he was just saying to be able to run, he says, and I don't know what the context is or why he was talking about ESCOM in South Africa, but he's like going, you have to be the person who's like prepared to make as many enemies as possible to make sure that things work. 
Yeah. You know what you might be talking about? There was an article in America that actually said the worst CEO job in the world mm. is up for yeah, grabs I think it was about right that. now. And they were saying that to be the CEO of ESCOM is the worst position well i think that um being the very very short-lived mayor of swanee i think it's (laughs) swanee has to be probably the worst um, dare i say cock up in the world (laughs) because they go and say right this is our new mayor i need to have to remove him because um he was found to be still under suspension of all kinds of things for having his fingers in the cookie jar um, and being actually kind of like held um, to be criminally liable. I'm, not, I'm just saying, I can't remember the whole story, but I'm sure that you've had the story up and seen it. But I mean, you know, they had to get rid of him very quickly because he's not eligible to actually stand for any position of power in any civic duties at all. So, I mean, I'm just sitting here and thinking, you know, apart from that, and of course the EFF and ANC and all the other parties cope and everybody bussing people in to various areas, okay, registering them 20 to a house so they can vote in the areas that they want to actually get in the next elections. So just hopefully um, the the watchdogs actually come on board and start um, charging people for criminal intent because that's basically what it is. Right now there's a case going on that you can listen to with Tuli Madoncella, mm-hmm. um, and she's being cross-questioned by um, the EFF guy, Mpo Duli, Dali, um, I forget his name. But anyway, it's really interesting. She's, you know, normally she's very quietly spoken, mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. like out there and, um, and saying some very wise things. Good. No, pretty awesome. I think Thule should be president, but that's just me. Right, yeah. so um, let's go into some stuff which is like really. Um, what? What are who, George Ezra? July is he playing in a park somewhere? He's not playing in a park, but he is playing in, of course, Cape Town and Pretoria. Durban left off yet again, and I don't understand what happened to Johannesburg. How, how come everybody keeps going to Pretoria now? Is, is it a better stadium? Is it a bigger stadium? Is the sound quality better? No idea. Somebody getting... Yeah. Kickbacks? I don't know. No, this no, no. Is no. South I, don't Africa. Wanna, <laughs> I don't understand. No, there's got to be a really valid no. reason. But, um, um, but is yeah, it I think, Are there more yeah. fans in Pretoria? No, I think that the venue is probably better um, because if you think about the venues that we usually use to uh, like, well, the FNB stadium has been kind of, I, I went to go and see Justin Bieber oh, there, but it's really, of- really big. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Standard Bank Arena is not working anymore. The old F&B stadium as well is not. Um, but, and it's just for a lot of people, it's a mission to go all the way out to the F&B, you know, soccer city, yeah. whatever it's called these days. Okay. I don't know. The okay. big Where donut. you can go on the car train to... To Pretoria. Pretoria, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Georgia Ezra is going to be there. Okay, so on to things which are really close to my heart, which are the environments and growing stuff. Because <laughs> I see you've got a whole thing about uh, Etiquini, which is obviously Durban. Yeah. <laughs> They've got an Enviro Week on. They have from the 18th to the 25th of March, and it like coincides with all kinds of world days, like World Recycling Day, etc. And so for each day, they'll have activities for for that thing, and they just mm-hmm. really are um, hoping that the whole community will come out, come together, 
uh, it's you know so it's a uh, trying to build spirit whilst also cleaning up the city at the same time because mm. he's still suffering from the floods and all that damage um, and yeah they'll have like on one of the days it'll be people will be taught how to plant vegetables and how to actually keep those vegetables going you know there's there'll be all kinds of experts and we can grow tomatoes and export them to the UK <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask the UK to be part of the AU <laughs> if they don't want to be part of um, you know the EU the, the EU <laughs> and then there's also you've got um, something about the Kruger Global Scientists. So that yes, obviously is to do with the environment as well. It is. It's all about it's, – it's a wonderful thing that they do in the Kruger. It started about 20 years ago when they just realized that they really needed input from – experts worldwide because they can all bring something and mm. um and so and, and in order to keep south africa's um conservation yeah mm. environment and so 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 that i mean it's a spectacular setting these people come from all over and they get to have both official and non-official conversations and just exchange all this knowledge it's about the effect of climate change it's you know and what to do around it all mm. kinds of um clever things okay. and you can you can live stream that as well you can watch that Okay, so now also you've got at the very bottom of this little list of yours. Yeah. It says, this isn't Switzerland, it's SA. Oh, did you not see that? No. Okay, so, so it's this um, TikTok video that has been going viral and it's brilliant. It's got a lot of pictures, stunning pictures. It looks like Switzerland, but mm -hmm. it's uh, Matrusburg covered in snow. Um, you know, so so this isn't Switzerland; it's South Africa, and and it's 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 got gorgeous photos that look like they are Mauritius and Bali and New York, you know, everywhere, and and on each picture it says this isn't New York; it's South Africa, and 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 so it's really popular. It's it's a beautiful way of promoting the country. You know, you, you've got the whole world in South Africa. Mm. You, don't, you do. as you were saying earlier, you don't need to go anywhere else. Travel at home. However, just be careful of the potholes. Careful of the potholes, and plus, don't believe everything you see. There's one picture that says this isn't the Sahara; um, it's South Africa, and it most definitely is the Sahara. So, <laughs> so the fact checking isn't a hundred percent, but the the feel good vibe is a hundred percent. I'm going to send you a picture of the red desert down in Lower yeah. KZN you keep and say this is not the Grand Canyon. This. Yeah is South Africa. There we go. Okay, so what have we got in the way of entertainment that I might uh, I believe at the moment though I must tell you that it yeah. seems like there's a big deal afoot with um, uh, multi-choice that they are doing some deal with Netflix and some of the other streaming services to bring them under that umbrella. So we will keep you updated on what's going but, on with but that. Don't you already? Um, if you get a DSTV package, you can get Netflix. You get no. I don't know about that. I know you can get yeah. Showmax, but Showmax most people are, and Netflix. Uh, no, I didn't know about the Netflix thing, but yeah. it's going to be a lot of the others as well. So I think they're going to be trying to bring everybody into the fold, and then you'll still have to do everything through kind of multi-choice DSTV. Okay, so but that at could least be you do it through one, yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, there, there are some spectacular shows coming up on 
on Showmax at the moment, I think, and, and it makes me sort of really envious for you. It's, um, there's Blind Ambition, which mm -hmm. I think we've spoken about before, about four Zimbabwean refugees who landed up in South Africa, taught themselves wine. They don't even drink. Oh, they, yes. They, yeah. yeah. It's a lovely and, story. And they landed up, you know, going over and competing with the best of the best. Yep. It's a great plant, story, that. Blind testing and, 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 you know, doing so, so well. So there's, there's that story. It's called Blind Ambition. It's, it's one of the only documentaries on Rotten Tomatoes that has 100% rating. And the rating, brilliant. Yeah, which is incredible. And the Guardian's reviewer, he said it's impossible not to smile along with this feel-good documentary. Excellent. Okay, so there's that to watch. Then for all of us, we can all watch Rise, the Sia Khaleesi story. So Brilliant. Th that's amazing. And then for you in South Africa, there's the Elon Musk show, which is a three-part documentary. They interview everybody who knows him well. So his mother, his friends. Mm. I think just have an open heart and watch it. And no, no, no. I'm just thinking it. about the point of view, yeah. you know, that there's, uh, there's, there's somebody, I can't remember who was that put it up, saying, <clears throat> I'm tired of stories about Elon Musk. I'm tired of stories about Jeff Bezos. I'm tired of stories about whatever the guy is from Facebook. I want to hear stories about people who are actually doing something, who aren't multimillionaires, who didn't actually have to make their first million in the first place by themselves. They want to hear stories, inspirational stories about people rather than just keeping on hearing about these people who've just got too much money. And I kind of, yeah. I kind of agree there are, with that. There are a million stories. If it was only Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, every newspaper would be boring. But there's millions of other stories. Mm, you know, but, we you just know, mentioned the, the four Zimbabweans for a start. Those yes. Refugees. But I'd rather watch that than watch something about Elon Musk. Yeah. And there's lots yeah. of choice. There are lots of those stories. I mean, mm. yeah. And, and then right now, I don't know if it's as inspiring for you, but I, I still find I get little tips from them, is Below Deck is on Netflix. and on, Obviously on boats? Yes, they yes. Okay. And, 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 and the one for the year 2020 is now on Netflix. So on Netflix, you kind of get them a little older, but it's got a South African woman on. So, okay. so it's kind of fun watching. When she first started talking, I was like, oh, I know this person, I know this person. And then I realized, oh, no, it's just I know her accent. <laughs> <laughs> but, but her accent is a little, a little more English than normal. She says for some reason her mother raised her with a fake English accent. But the South African definitely comes through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what have you got coming up on, on SAPeople.com next week? What is the next big story? It's about what you said right at the top of, of the podcast um, about people who are coming together in South Africa. And, and I, think, I think even though we can get upset that people haven't worked together and maybe politicians haven't worked together, I think that South Africa is a sterling example of, of the people in the street who do get mm. together. And so um, there's this initiative that started in Neisner of a community um, with a Facebook page. And, you know, and they would say, come on Sunday for cleaning this section. Da, 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 da. Everybody helped together. And now it's, it's all around the country and all these different communities have their pages. It's crazy that they can't rely on their municipalities, but it's wonderful that they are doing something positive about it and 
I can't and that's it. all we're asking is yeah. please get involved, do something. Don't sit there going, oh, well, I pay my rates and taxes, therefore I'm not going to do anything. If you don't do anything, nobody else is going to do it for you. But it is lovely that um, Durban, that the municipality is actually stepping towards the community and saying, come, let's do something together. You know, that'd be Except nice. Except I'm sure you've seen the story about the streetlight tender that happened in Durban. No. I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, it should have cost them like 14 billion or something and cost them 159 billion because other people got paid. I don't know. I'm just saying whatever <laughs> figures come into my head at the moment. But yeah, so I'll send you that story as well. Anyway, there we go. And of course, if you have a story that you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear it. We're always looking for the positives. Um, I'm, I've also been kind of sharing a lot of stories of people who need help. Um, like this one woman, it was in the newspapers down near the Vaal River and her house, single mother who'd had all kinds of issues, etc., etc. Had no insurance and her whole house got totally flooded. Um, so oh. she's like literally got nowhere to say. So anyway, I've, I've been sharing that. Somebody shared it and I've shared it with Hot Care. So hopefully Hot will also get involved in something like that as well. There's a lot of people. You can go out there and help. Stop being single-minded about just what you can do for you. Do stuff for others. And on that positive note, Jenny Baxter, always lovely to chat to you. We'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks, Mal. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast.